Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast. And today we're going to be looking at share ownership and enjoying a slice of the pie. You know, the world of investing can feel a daunting place. Industry jargon seems to dominate the financial media and is riddled with acronyms and discussions around the various outputs of what can only be regarded as complex models. However, these details need not concern the vast majority of investors like you and me. In fact, most investors, both professional and amateur, would probably do better or would be wise to ignore these details. In truth, a basic grasp on some of the mechanisms of capital markets will be enough for anyone to enjoy a successful investing journey or a successful investment experience. I think it's fair to say that all investors do seek a growth in wealth. Well, this can be achieved by buying shares of a company, for example, and we do this in the hope of a future increase in value. To have bought and sold shares in the year 1792, you had to visit a bench under the Buttonwood tree outside 68 Wall Street to have participated in the New York Stock Exchange. But thankfully, buying a share, also known as a stock or an equity in a company, is now a relatively straightforward process with the technology, thankfully, that we have to hand in the 21st century. As an investor, You look to purchase company shares in order to become a part owner of a company or business. Just think about that, that you have the opportunity to own a slice of the pie or to own a slice of the great companies of the world. And as an owner, one is rewarded with a proportion of the company's earnings and in many cases, the ability to even cast a vote on significant matters within the company. And in the unfortunate event of a liquidation, shareholders do have a claim on what's left after all outstanding debts have been paid. From a company's perspective, floating shares on a stock exchange provides a means to raise capital to invest in the business with an aim to grow and increase profits. But one critical, but perhaps commonly misunderstood point is that most trading on the stock market has little direct impact on the day-to-day operations of the underlying business or company. And thanks again to the advances in technology, many investors need not even concern themselves with the laborious task of trying to speculate on which shares to buy or having to purchase shares individually through stock exchanges because by investing in a fund, investors can benefit from economies of scale and part own thousands of companies without having to purchase those individual shares. And for a small fee, this entire process is passed off to a fund manager. In most cases, offloading this administration to a fund manager also enables the manager 
to vote on the investor's behalf. Votes typically take place on major corporate events such as the election of members to the board of directors, but it can also be on other issues, perhaps relating to the environment or social or governance related issues. So the key takeaways today are, if you own a share in a company, this provides you with a claim on the underlying assets and the future earnings of the business. That the most trading of shares happens between investors rather than shares bought from companies directly, meaning that a change in share price as a result of the force of market supply and demand has little to no bearing on the day-to-day operations of the company. And as an investor, well, modern-day investors can enjoy participation in the growth of companies across the world with relative ease through the use of well-diversified funds. And last and by no means least, the part ownership of firms comes with the responsibility to vote on important corporate matters. But if you're invested in a well-diversified fund or a specific fund, this responsibility is undertaken by the fund manager and the results are detailed in stewardship reports for for you to read over. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, short but sweet as they say. But once again, thank you for listening to the Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review, and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment, and certainty to your financial life. The Purpose for Wealth podcast is powered by Wells Gibson Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. This podcast does not constitute financial advice and the listener should not regard any of the financial information provided as a personal recommendation. The advice and strategies highlighted might not be suitable for every situation. It is your responsibility to seek the services of a competent professional if assistance is required. Neither Wells Gibson Limited nor the publisher shall be liable for damages arising herefrom. Investments involve risks. The investment return and principal value of an investment may fluctuate so that an investor's shares, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than the original value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. There is no guarantee strategies will be successful.